Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to open the Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the One Year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is April 30th, and our reading is from John chapter 1. Let me begin in verse 1. It says, In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. The first thing John wants to make sure we understand is that Jesus is not part of creation. He is not a created being. He is not a created lesser God. No, Jesus is God. God in the flesh. We'll see that in just a moment. So he's equal with God in every way. So important. Then verse 3, he says this, God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. And so the second thing John wants us to understand is just like Genesis, the Bible begins with creation. John begins his book by saying Jesus is the creator of God. Jesus was present and active in creation. He's the creator and sustainer of the universe. And then he said, and his life, when he entered into this world, his life brought light to men. And I love that because light can dispel darkness, but darkness cannot overcome light. In fact, look what he says in verse 5. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. There's nothing that can put out the light of Jesus. Jesus entered into a dark world to be the light of the world. And Jesus came to men and women who were spiritually blind so that we could see. And then in verse 14, he says this, So the Word became human and made His home among us. Jesus took on human flesh. He entered into our world so that we could see the heart of the Father displayed, so that we could understand what love really is, so that we could see God in human flesh. So important. And then he says, he was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. Some translations say grace and truth. I love that. God is both gracious and truthful. Why? Because he wants us to flourish. He wants us to have abundant life. He wants us to live a blessed life. And the only way to have it is grace and truth. So grace is that undeserved favor. It's the fact that we're loved by God despite our imperfection. And it's that grace that actually opens our heart to God. It's that grace that draws us to God. It's that grace that produces new life and hope and redemption in us. Grace draws us out of hiding. Grace is so important, but he also gives us truth, right? He wants us to know what is true about our heart and about our world and about relationships and about ethics and about the heart and character of God. So important. See, when we have grace, without truth, then what happens is we enable people to destroy their lives, right? We spoil people. We lead people into narcissism and hedonism. But if we have truth without grace, then we create people that are mean, judgmental, 
ugly, hateful people that nobody wants to be around, right? But when you bring these two ideas together, grace and truth, man, we grow up and mature, and our life begins to look like Jesus. You say, well, Alan, how do I do this? That's why it's so important that you learn to be with Jesus. Because when we're with Jesus, we get grace and truth. So we grow in grace and truth. And then we relate to others. We become like Jesus. We become gracious and truthful. And we relate to others in grace and truth, which transforms their life. This is a picture of how the kingdom of God grows. Jesus came to model all of this for us. He is a God of grace and truth. So listen, no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you've done, there's grace for you. But God loves you enough to give you the truth. He loves you enough to help you heal and grow and mature. He doesn't want you to stay stuck where you are. He wants you to continue moving forward in your faith and becoming more and more like Him so that you can experience abundant life. Well, I hope that encourages you today. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for every person listening. God, their desire to grow and to mature in their faith. That's why they're listening. And I'm so grateful that you're a God of grace. The Lord, despite our past and the mistakes that we've made, our sin or rebellion and independence, God, you've continued to pursue us, to be gracious to us, and you are winning, captivating our hearts. God, we thank you for the truth. God, we thank you that you've not led us to wander aimlessly, but you gladly give us direction and instruction. You help us to understand who we are and who you are and what you're trying to do in our life. God, we desperately need grace and truth to reach maturity so that we can be like Jesus and do what Jesus did here in our city, our family, with our friends in our neighborhoods and all around the world. Help us to do it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say.